Welcome back to Podcast 26 of 2022. I'm your host, Kiev O'Neill. Little surprise podcast today because I found some time and I wanted to quick talk about the championship game for tonight. Quick recap here. Obviously, North Carolina took care of Duke and Kansas took care of Villanova couple things I noticed in these games. Nova was out of it right from the beginning. Um, we lost the under the first half under in this. That was the only play we had. It never got to five or five and a half, thank goodness, because I would have bet Villanova. And it, Nova just couldn't guard them from three. I mean, not even close. There's wide open threes all first half. And even Kansas gave them a ton of looks themselves. Was really surprised by the defense there. I thought that uh, I, I thought these two teams would be shutting each other down. Now there wasn't a ton of possessions in this game either, and it went over. And I, I kind of blew my mind a little bit. Let me pull up uh, the total possessions in this game. There was only fifty-eight. Okay, so the score was eighty-one to sixty-five, one hundred and forty-six points on only 58 possessions. I mean, that's just some some good rebounding and good shooting by Kansas. They were 54% from three and 53% from two. But, I mean, it just got really – Villanova didn't play as good as they were because, obviously, the more injury. But it, it affected them mentally, right? It wasn't one of those kind of rally spots they were intimidated when they played this game and Kansas was at least smart enough to give some ball pressure now it wasn't necessarily off the screen to stop Gillespie but they at least gave some ball pressure there to uh slow him down and, and it just really messed with the whole team there and uh Kansas just kind of outpowered them now Villanova did come back to six points but then Kansas just all of a sudden turned on the gas and my goodness uh I think it was uh, was it Christian Braun that hit those threes. Uh, I mean, just amazing, like two or three in a row, just to just to put the screws in them. Just very Kansas like here, playing with a ton of confidence. But talking about confidence, North Carolina's playing with a ton of confidence themselves. I mean, coming in and beating Duke, and that was absolutely amazing effort. And you got to give all the credit in the world there to Caleb Love and. R.J. Davis there, I mean, clutch, clutch at the end of that game. Hitting threes, and how about uh, Brady Manick, the bearded white man, shooting those threes from just, it looks like they would be terrible shots off his toes, almost out of bounds, hitting threes pretty much all night. He did miss two key three throw, free throws later, but he got another chance and hit two of them, which really was part of sealing the deal against Duke. You know, I took a play, a personal play. I put it on our Discord to premium members of the Oddsbreakers that I was going to say either team wins by five or less points for plus 135. And I felt pretty good about that bet the whole day, right? So it was fortunate we, that we hit the, uh, the the North Carolina and the over there. And 
everything we said earlier last week about you can't handicap North Carolina just based on their regular season because they are a completely different team now, and Hubert Davis deserves a ton of credit. Duke's guards stunk this game. I won't say they stunk. They just weren't good enough, right? You know, Wendell Moore wasn't good enough. Keels wasn't good enough. Jeremy Roach. These players were just not. And unfortunately, Mark Williams and Theo John were in foul trouble. And Krzyzewski, what are you doing keeping Theo John there in the game after two fouls? And then after three fouls, you don't take him out. And then he gets a fourth foul. And these were actual fouls, too. These weren't like non-calls. These weren't like bad calls for the most part. You know, there's probably a few other ones. But that was a stupid coaching mistake, in, in my opinion. He takes Williams out, at least, but he leaves John in there. He should have just went small and maybe put Baker Jones in or something, right? But that's what happens, you know. Uh, you play hard defense. North Carolina does that. They draw fouls, and Bacot draws fouls. He, he'll, he'll, he'll make you move, and then he'll go into your arms so the refs call the foul. North Carolina's been doing a fantastic job, and that's why... They're just so hot right now. Now, after this Duke win, you would think that maybe this is the biggest letdown spot <laughs> in the world. But, I mean, it's the championship game. They're still going to be motivated here, right? It, it took a lot out of them to beat, to win this game. And that is a something you think about when you handicap games. you got to penalize them for that. And Kansas had a very easy time the whole tournament and this last game against Villanova. But how do you how do you not take the four and a half points here with with North Carolina? You know, how do you not after seeing just how good they are with the ball lately? And and don't get me wrong, Kansas is fantastic too. McCormick was an absolute beast, but they're playing against a bigger team here in North Carolina now. You know, a bigger, more aggressive team, charging the rim, drawing fouls. This North Carolina team's legit. They're very ready for this game. And Bacot's injury to his ankle looks okay today. That was my biggest fear. I figured it would swell up a little bit. But the way they're talking about it, it's looking pretty good. Right? I mean, if you're looking at the matchups here, Kansas, the only matchup they really win is from three-pointer. Right? They shoot, they rank number fourth in shooting threes, adjusted three-pointers, right? Average defense. And North Carolina's 79th against it. Well, you know, they seem to do pretty good against Duke. Now, Duke did miss a lot of shots, and that was Duke's fault. But I think North Carolina can just hang in this game because of how good they are doing down low. Now, I expect Kansas to do good down low as well. Here's another weird thing, though. This game has a faster pace than the Duke game itself because Kansas plays faster and we know how fast North Carolina plays. But championship games tend to go under the total. So it's not like I'm racing to bet this over. I'm probably not even going to touch the total here. And I'm surprised I was going to make a play in this game, but I just had seen four and a half points. I just don't see how you cannot take the points with North Carolina after all they've been through. Maybe this is the spot where they miss all their shots. Maybe this is a spot they have a massive letdown. But I just got to tell you, I think this is going to be a one-score game. I mean, all the way up to the last minute. The way that North Carolina has been playing. The way they beat Baylor. 
right? The way they beat just Duke right here, you know? I mean, how, how good is the ACC is the question. Obviously pretty dang good. Is the Big 12 the best? Well, if they if it is, North Carolina was beating Baylor by 20-some points until obviously that collapse happened with some officiating help for Baylor, but they ended up rallying in overtime and beating them anyway. You got to take the points here with North Carolina. I'm not going to make it a large play, but when I see value, I see value. You know, if Kansas does have a weak spot, I would say that it's probably second chance conversion points on defense. They allow their 82nd in it. So people do can get some offensive rebounds against them. Um, they're off, their defensive rebounds only ranks 163rd in the nation. That worries me because North Carolina is a fantastic rebounding team, and North Carolina actually ranks number two in defensive rebounds. They are just grabbing everything against Duke. You know, very important stuff to look at. Another advantage that North Carolina might have is they don't allow a lot of free throws. They rank third now. It was second coming into the Duke game, but they rank third in the nation in free throws allowed. You can say that was the refs, or you can just say they play really good defense and don't foul a lot. But either way, you got to factor that in some, right? You know, I think it's important. Lastly, Kansas has a free throw disadvantage. North Carolina ranks 32nd in free throws, 76.3%, while Kansas ranks number 162 at 72%. Something to think about. Now, it's not like 72% is bad, but you really have to be concerned if we're playing the foul game up three or four points. What side would you rather have? The four and a half? Or would you rather have Kansas side in this predicament? In this situation, I have to take North Carolina. It's not going to be a big play, but I do see value at the four and a half. So take UNC plus 4.5 for two stars and sprinkle that money line. Sprinkle that shit. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you have any questions about this game or any of the props that are going to come out, more than happy to answer them. Please tweet us at the Odds Breakers. Enjoy the championship, my friends, and go get some. Money.